Welcome to Creativity and Soul with Jade. I'm your host, Jade Chung, and I'm an art therapist, intuitive healer, and integrative trauma coach. I help women heal their mind, body, and soul so that they can expand into a creatively led life that feels embodied, expressive, and authentic. In this podcast, we are exploring all of the different ways, avenues, opportunities, and concepts that are going to help you embark on your journey into becoming the truest version of yourself. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. I, yeah, as you can see from the title, I just got back from a solo trip, a little adventure that I took for myself in Bali. Um, I was there for one week, and I've just come back home um, a day ago to Hong Kong, where I'm going to be here for another week. I'm staying with my parents, just hanging out with my dogs before I head back to Vancouver, um, where my fiance is and where, um, you know, life and businesses (laughs) reality is. Um, but yeah, this trip to Bali has been so, uh, words cannot even fully describe, um, what the trip has meant to me. Um, you know, solo tripping, um, is something that I used to do quite often. I really loved taking like weekend trips, um, when I was in, when I was living in London for a while. And even when I was in Hong Kong, um, you know, I would sometimes just like go off to an island by myself and just take time for myself. But over the past, really since COVID, I feel like I've really gotten out of the the practice of that. And every time I'm traveling, I usually travel with, you know, my fiance or I'm with my family or with a friend. And so I just haven't had that beautiful experience of, you know, of going to a beautiful foreign new place, having an adventure on my own terms. Um, and just being in my own energy truly and doing what um, my soul feels called to. Um, I haven't had that experience in so long. And so, you know, on January 1st, I booked, spontaneously booked the trip um, to Bali. And I have, I just have, I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts that I want to share. And I would say that today for this episode, I'm going to keep these thoughts and these lessons, I suppose, that I have really learned and I feel like I've really embodied and opened up to even over just like the one week that I was there. I'm going to keep them to kind of like the more spiritual side of things because that was, I would say, the the, the the biggest dimension of transformation that I experienced through this trip. And of course, with Bali, right, we've all probably either watched or read Eat, Pray, Love, or at least you've heard of Eat, Pray, Love, and you know what the premise is. Um, You know, a lot of people go to Bali to, quote unquote, pray. Even if you don't pray, it's like to find yourself, right? To um, be in the culture and to be in this beautiful island of peace. And Bali is actually, you know, um, people call it the island of the gods, and what I can tell you, if you've never been to Bali, is that it really lives up to that name. Bali is a very, very just deeply spiritual place. The Balinese have a very, very traditional culture that is very anchored into um, their own religion and their own spirituality. And there is a specific part of Bali Um an area called Ubud, 
that, you know, um, is known to be a spiritual vortex. It's an energy vortex. The energy is very, very high there. You can just feel it. Everything is very just high vibrational. Um, there is a lot of very, very vibrant greenery and just like flora and fauna there. Um, and there's something just about the energy and about the earth there that is that is just filled with codes. And so as I was, you know, <laughs> I'm really like a stream of consciousness chatting with you guys here for this episode. It's like story time. Um, but, you know, when I booked the trip to Bali, I um, booked in with a few healers that I wanted to see. Um, the Balinese have uh, local healers that have their own rituals, have their own way of intuiting and working. And so I knew I wanted to experience that um, as someone who does intuitive work. And what I was, what was I saying? I was saying that, yes, I was, you know, even as, as I was meditating, um, I was meditating a lot in my own Airbnb, in my villa, and the codes were just absolutely unreal. Just like I was able to drop into certain dimensions very easily that I have been working with for a while, but feel like I haven't been able to fully access. There has just been a lot of um, energetic movement in my time in Bali. And um, so all of that just really describing the fact that the air in on the island is just very ripe for transformation. It's very ripe for um, if, you know, someone like me is there to really move energy. And what I will first say, I feel like I should probably preface this, is that my intention with this trip was, you know, I have been feeling, in all honesty, a little bit burnt out um, from last year. Um, as much as I, you know, work with the nervous system and I, you know, teach the nervous system and I do really, really take care of my nervous system every day. Um, I think I was pushing myself in some ways mentally quite hard with building this business, with seeing clients, um, and with like launching programs. There was just a lot of excitement. I've talked about this in previous episodes before. There was a lot of excitement that I had around it and a lot of enthusiasm. And so I really pushed myself really hard and, um, around November time last year, I really burnt out. And I just felt myself go into a little bit of a, um, like a shutdown response with everything. And, um, with this trip, I really wanted not only to recharge my battery, but I knew that I knew, you know, something that I haven't talked about on the podcast, but I have made an Instagram post on this before is, you know, every time we go into some kind of a shutdown or some kind of a, um, we feel like things are just not working the way it's supposed to. It feels like things are collapsing around you or you feel like you're collapsing in some way. Um, a little bit of background on this was that I was really sick for like three weeks over the new year. And it really just <laughs> became very clear to me that I was going through this cycle of death and rebirth. There was a certain death, quote unquote death, that I was being pushed towards energetically, spiritually, um, a lot of layers that I had to shed. And I had to do that with a lot of space. I had to do that kind of in hermit mode. And um, through that, you know, and, and, you know, me being like, like seriously so sick with the flu, um, I know that that was energetically you know, this might seem woo to some of you, but energetically, that was me shedding a lot of energy. Um, and so I set the intention with this trip that I wanted to really allow for that rebirth to happen because I knew I was in the season of death and I wanted to create that portal for my rebirth to happen with my, you know, next season, with my next level self, with just aligning to something bigger and really seeing myself in that and finally like finding that energy and, and moving that energy so that I could step into 
yeah, step into like this year, right. With, um, more flow and with more, not only ease, but also with more power at the same time, right. Aligned power and feeling grounded in myself. Um, so, you know, with that intention, I, I guess, yeah, like story time, I, um, saw this healer, um, in Ubud and in Ubud, well, actually in Bali, just in general, because they are an island, um, they really worship the element of water. Um, water is really important to all ceremonies, all rituals in their, you know, traditions and practices. Um, so they really, really work with water. They believe in the codes in the water and, um, they believe that water purifies the body and water purifies um, the soul as well. And I mean, I a hundred percent have always felt very connected to water and I've always known the power of water, right? Like just the fact that we as humans are, I think like 60 or 70%, right? Each of us made of water literally. Um, and water is not something that is ever like created. It's something that's always existed. It's just something that is recycled, right? And so the water that you are made of is the same water that, um, that, that like was in the sea, was in the ocean, um, 10,000 years ago. And so, um, water is powerful. And so the Balinese really believe in this power of water. And so they have this beautiful, 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 powerful, um, ritual called the Melukat ceremony. And it's a water purification ceremony. And I'd read about this before the trip and I knew that I wanted to experience this. And um, I happened upon this without getting like too far into the details of the story, but there were, you know, I was looking for a healer um, to really lead me through a purification ceremony for a while, but I couldn't find one that really resonated. And then um, I think when I was actually already on the trip, but before I had gone to Ubud, I was in another town um, where I was uh, doing a photo shoot for, you know, for work. Um, I came across randomly this healer, I think it was on Instagram. Um, and so I just reached out to them. It, it just, I had a ping that it was right. And so, um, they gave me, they managed to give me a last minute booking on the day that I was arriving to Ubud. So I was like, okay, screw it. Let's just do it. Um, and, <laughs> We went into, I mean, this ceremony, what it consisted of was there was an intuitive reading first um, with the healer who actually pulled some tarot, which I was not expecting. That was interesting. And she said some very, very, very deeply resonant things. And she saw some things about me in my field that no one else had ever picked up on before, really. And it was something that I have been realizing and percolating on over the last, I would say, half a year or so. And it was just a massive confirmation for me that, um, just a massive confirmation for me around my, you know, mission, um, in this life and what my purpose is, you know, with this business, but also with, um, just what I'm here to bring in this lifetime, um, yeah, to the world. And so, um, it was just a very, very deeply resonant, um, uh, like intuitive reading. And, and something that she said was that, you know, um, that you're holding on to a lot from your past. You're holding on to a lot, a little bit of bitterness and resentment still and judgment, um, for yourself and, and with people and without getting into it too much again, um, this is not something that's new for me to hear. I've heard the same message for myself and from other (laughs) readers that I've worked with in the past. Um, and it's become very clear to me, right? Like it became very clear to me in that moment that I'm here to, do some big things and to offer some big things to the world. But 
um, certain attachments that I have to my past that my ego is not letting me let go of, no matter, you know, how much rewiring I can do with my nervous system, there was just a part of my ego that wasn't budging and it had been budging for a couple years. And so, you know, the message there was that I needed to let go. And so with the water purification ceremony, um, it's hard to fully describe what really happens in a ceremony. If you're interested in it, um, you can Google it and just like see pictures of it. I'm also going to post an Instagram post with a a couple images from the experience. But really what they do is um, the healer blesses the water um, and, you know, you also pray to the water and they tune into you and they essentially like ladle and and pour and douse this like holy water um, onto you. And this is like water that's been submerged with a lot of like herbs and flowers. And it's, um, you kind of like sit in front of a altar cross-legged. And, you know, in my experience, this healer, she had me um, really, yeah, just like kind of like melt into meditation and to just notice my body somatically. So I love that there was like a somatic element to it. And she poured this water on me um, to purify. And just like, she asked me to just imagine all of what I needed to let go, just moving with the water and just letting it go with the water. And, um, a part of this ceremony was that she had me scream. Um, she had me tune into my inner child. We were like outside in this garden, um, in this like holy garden, (laughs) um, where there were, you know, other people there, Um, obviously like everyone there was, 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 um, there for ceremonial reasons, but, um, she had me scream (laughs) in this like beautiful holy garden and she just had me scream. Like she was like, scream it all out. And I screamed like I had never screamed before. Um, I don't think that I have ever fully allowed myself to wait like truly wail and yeah just like truly let that like I don't even know if it's anger but let all of that like real excess energy out through my throat in a an ever really like I have you know something that I tell my clients to do is you know sometimes if you ever feel like your throat is closing up or you want to release energy I'll you know advise my clients to scream into a pillow, right? Um, If you're ever angry and there's just stuff that you need to get out of your body. um, Something that I have done is I have like gone hiking before alone and I have like screamed. But even in those settings, right? Because you aren't held, because I wasn't held by someone who I felt like could see me like this healer could, I the kind of release and the catharsis that I, um, had when I, you know, just tried to scream into a pillow or, you know, just into a mountain, um, it's just not the same. Um, and so this experience was just so, so big for me. Um, it was really big for me to be able to express myself in this way and to be held in it and to be seen in it and to be actually celebrated in it. And for that expression to be something that is holy, it was just really, really powerful. And, um, yeah, there's more to the ceremony, but you know, if you're interested in that, um, you can definitely look it up and and see what it's all about. Um, but kind of just like fast forwarding a bit after this experience, I was integrating and I just felt so much, I felt like my body was jello and I was just like, my body had just opened up to this new dimension. Um, and then the next day, actually, I had already booked in another healer, a different kind of Balinese healer who, um, works, uh, doesn't work with taro, tarot, Taro is the food. Maybe I'm hungry right now. Um, doesn't work with tarot, but he works with like body scanning. He does auric scanning and he, um, basically I met him in the morning and 
such an interesting experience where he had something else to say um that also resonated and actually in some ways kind of triggered me (laughs) a lot to say about my relationship with my parents and how there was still attachment and healing there that I wasn't facing and that was creating this block that I was feeling in my life and feeling like I wasn't able to step into that next season um also to be honest the more I've reflected on it very much to do with my um very much to do with the fact that I I think for the last two years have felt have felt scared to really be fully seen in all of myself and scared to be fully seen in my spirituality and my gifts and yeah just to be seen by people around me I've always been really in some ways scared of judgment um and I that judgment that that like that fear and that constriction that I had around judgment and people's perceptions of me and my perceptions of people not understanding me that was a serious that's been a serious block for me um (laughs) getting really really vulnerable and honest in in this episode um so there was just a lot of information there as well that has been just so much for me to noodle on but why I bring this up is because um in that session he was like you know this this um, Balinese healer, he told me to go to the specific holy water temple <laughs> to do a purification ceremony. And I was like, oh, but I, I, I did a ceremony already with another healer yesterday. And he was like, I advise you to go do another one. I advise you to go to this one. Um, and I realized now that he said that because he knew intuitively that this specific temple that I would go to um, had specific codes and had, was a portal essentially for me to release what needed to release. And also, um, for me to be activated to certain, yeah, to just certain codes. Um, so that day I was like, okay, (laughs) let's just follow, let's just follow synchronicity, um, and follow my intuition. I just felt like I needed to go to this holy water temple. So, I ended up going, uh, I booked a scooter to go there and I had a local shaman who worked at this temple lead me through a ceremony and this was a whole different experience. Um, this was like, just like this most, it was the most amazing old temple. I think the temple, I think he told me was like, I think he said it was a, it's a thousand years old. So, um, he told me that the building was built in, um, a thousand and twenty like ten twenty um ad <laughs> so it's about a thousand years old and it was so sacred um you can just feel the energy in the space and it was a temple that had like 12 different um like spaces like purification spaces um that were essentially like waterfalls it was just this like I don't even know how to describe it. Like if you, if you want to see what it looks like, um, go to my Instagram, um, and go to my highlights or, you know, if that Instagram post is up of my reflections, look at that because it was just like, it was like a temple in a jungle, like deeply embedded in a jungle, um, where it was just like water and flowers just like bursting out of the architecture. And like, there were these like um, what do you call them? Like ponds, I suppose. Um, where, you know, you get dressed in a sarong and you go inside and you do a whole ritual, um, where they have you, you know, douse water on yourself three times, you pray three times, and then you drink the holy water three times. And you do this through all of the different springs. And there were like, um, for my experience, my ceremony, there was, uh, maybe like, like, like 15 springs that you had to go through and like two ponds. And, you know, it was not even, you know, but (laughs) it was just the most surreal experience. And I feel like my relationship with spirit and my relationship with water 
and earth changed in in that um in that ceremony in that day um I could literally as I was in the six as I was in the ceremony and I was you know allowing water to purify me and I was essentially praying to water I was brought back to certain past lives I was brought back to this remembrance of how healing water really is and how everything is energy right you when you are anything that you set your intention to and anything that you put your energy into you can create a purification process or you can create a release process or a cleansing process based off of simply your intention and the ritual you create with any element of course when you're in ubud and you're in bali um the setting is there for you and the energy is just naturally really high and so that release process is um it it just it just feels really natural but what i really realized and something that i want to bring to you today is that you know working with water is extremely powerful water holds the codes to all memory and all history of like humankind and frankly not just humankind it's just across the universe really and so um i really want to invite you to create some rituals for yourself around water because it's actually so powerful this is one of the big um just like the the big codes that um i feel called to really share with everyone that I think is so important that I yeah it was just like a like a revelation is that like when you can create rituals with water and frankly also with earth with fire but you know I use water here because that's my experience on this trip set your intention with with an experience with water whether that be a shower you take a bath you go to a waterfall like I did or you um even drink water right just consume water and <laughs> from a glass um use these little rituals like you can create little rituals in your life where you can use that ritual to direct the energy to purify to cleanse to reset your field right and you literally do this by just grounding yourself before let's say like okay you want to take a bath um you want to put some salts in you want to make this bath like a ritualistic process if you you know create this environment for yourself you allow yourself to ground and you get into the bath and you just really allow yourself to receive um the experience of just being in water and just maybe even allowing imagining for this the sensation this felt sensation experience of water to to really like immerse you and hold you um energetically that is actually such a powerful powerful experience and you can receive a lot and you know what you receive might not be super conscious it's not going to be like you receiving it might not be it could be <laughs> but it probably isn't going to be like you listening to this podcast episode and receiving you know verbal very cognitive knowledge or like you know information from me um but it's going to do so much for your energetic field and if you set the intention for it to transmute or to cleanse anything it will right but you have to be very pure and clear with your intention there um so that's kind of like the one for the first lesson i suppose quote that i wanted to offer all right, I am so excited to be inviting and welcoming more and more of you guys into the community that is my foundational program, Alive. So Alive is my mind-body healing course that takes you through my entire healing blueprint all the way from nervous system basics, the nervous system regulation, um, understanding your soma, 
understanding your trauma, working with your triggers, working with your coping mechanisms, releasing your coping mechanisms and addictions, all the way to really embodying and coming into a life where you feel free, where you feel like you can be in deep flow, where you are so just juicy and so embodied in your feminine energy and in your creativity and all of that all of what it takes to really have a beautiful, big, confident life. It is truly (laughs) the one program that I believe that everyone needs to have so that they can feel supported on their healing journey um, and to really heal and expand in a way that is so effective as well as sustainable. Alive is a semi-live program where you get access to a beautiful, rich portal full of modules that you do in your own time. And these are the video trainings, the meditations, the processes, the frameworks, and the PDFs that you get to take home and you get to just move through slowly at your own pace. But on top of that, the most important part of the program, we have our one full year of bi-weekly live group healing calls where we do the active trauma healing work. We do the active emotional healing and inner child healing that is necessary for you to really release those old parts of you and step into to the new. This is also such a exciting space because you get to try out all of my different modalities, um, including our therapy, somatic healing, energy healing, conscious movement, um, quantum reprogramming. It's really also so potent and you get to just try this all on with a community by your side. And that leads me to the third big component of Alive, which is our live um, group community. There is a beautiful Telegram portal where um, you have weekly peer support with all of your fellow community members. And it's a place where I check in on you and I um, come in with riffs and nuggets and activations really regularly. And it is just such a nourishing supportive space that holds you in your journey as you're doing this healing and releasing and expansion work. So Alive is really just the bread and butter to my world. It is the signature foundational program, and it is a program that really is curated from years of my expertise, years of my own personal experience in healing, and it is just transformative. So if this is calling your name, um, you can find all of the details on Alive in the show notes. The um, start date for this round has been extended to the end of January. So if you are feeling the pull to the program, I highly recommend sending me a DM if you have any questions. I'm happy to answer anything that you might want to know. Um, there are payment plans available and Oh, I'm just so excited to welcome more of you guys in. So I'll chat to you guys soon. And without further ado, let's jump back into the episode. And I do have a few things that I also wanted to just talk about um, spiritual lessons from just my overall general experience um, from this trip in, in Bali. And like, frankly, there's actually even more to... Um, my whole story with like synchronicities and and experiences with different people and healers and experiences um, in my time. But I would say it all kind of ties together. Um, And all to say that when, I guess this leads into the first lesson really (laughs) that I wanted to talk about. When we get out of our environments, our usual environments, our everyday environments where we are tied to a lot of responsibility, a lot of obligation, a lot of you know things we have to do all day and things that we're expected to do all day. When we get out of that environment, um, it's just important that we get out of that environment sometimes because when we do... It reminds us of what it means 
to really be sovereign in yourself because at the end of the day why while we are all social creatures as human beings and while we are all absolutely deeply intrinsically connected to one another um just because i mean just based on the fact that we are all really just connected to the same source and we are at the end of the day we are all one at the same time we are each and every single one of us sovereign and the life that we create for ourselves and the visions that we have and the dreams that we have and the purpose that we have for each of us is very very unique and it's something that you know is there to serve the world and is there to connect with others but when we are just so often in this modern world so attached to so many things and our energy is being pulled in so many directions it can really feel like we get disconnected from from that core very core deep piece of us that is so important that we come back to again and again all the time so that we can be really connected to our purpose and what we're here to do um, on this planet and you know in your own life um, whatever that is for you and you know I really I really encourage anyone who has never been um, on a solo adventure on a solo trip before you know if that's something that kind of like makes you feel kind of cringy or it makes you feel really uncomfortable I would say that that discomfort that you have is <laughs> is a sign that there's probably something there for you um fear like that is often an ego-based fear and I personally believe that going going I mean just like through life we are we become so dependent and reliant and expectant of people of relationships and we can get into this habit I suppose of feeling like we aren't safe or feeling like we um just can't be with ourselves alone and we just can't be with our own energy and it's scary to be in our own energy um, because like it's unfamiliar to you or maybe you're scared of what could come up for you if you you know spent this much time alone and you're maybe scared of like not being able to have conversation and not being able to be distracted by someone else and that's exactly the thing that if you are feeling this fear is needed um being able to get out of your usual environment to get out of those attachments that you create and to really bring a new level of safety into your body where you realize that when I am with myself I am okay when I am with myself and I make decisions purely for myself and I um you know really get a choice to do whatever it is that I want to do um, in my own agency, in my own power every day, right? Like when you are solo traveling, you get to plan your own agenda. You get to um, go to the places that you want to go to. You get to follow your intuition like I did, right? You don't have to follow someone else's schedule and you don't have to um, prioritize someone else's needs over yours. And, you know, <laughs> this kind of like self-love or a practice of self-worth, I suppose, is something that we all know that is important. We all know that, you know, we have to prioritize ourselves and we have to uh, make decisions for ourselves um, as much as we make decisions based off of um, other people's needs. It's all a balance. But of course, in our daily lives, it can be really hard to detach enough where you don't feel the pressure and you can make those decisions for yourselves self and you can give yourself that space and so when you literally take yourself out of the environment that you're in and you just go to somewhere new and you learn how to really expand your nervous system and to just be with yourself it is a powerful powerful experience and every time I've done a solo trip I have felt so deeply expanded 
in myself. And, you know, for some of you listening to this, you might be like, oh, I mean, I'm by myself all the time. Um, and, you know, maybe you live alone. Um, maybe it's, you know, common for you that you take solo trips. And um, I would say that's awesome. And I would also say that if you're not already, right, with your next solo adventure or the next time you, doesn't even need to be a big trip like mine, right? It can be, you know, you just going for a day trip out to, um, I don't know, like a little town nearby. You just do a little road trip, like half an hour road trip to another town and just spend the day with yourself. Um, when you do that, it doesn't even need to be a full day. I'm going to say also, it can be like half a day, right? If you have kids or something like that, you have, you know, obligations that are really hard to step away from. Can you, can you give yourself this for a few hours? But it's what I was going to say is that it's about, it's about the intention that you set when you take this time for yourself, because there's a big difference energetically between taking time for yourself, but then being on your phone, scrolling on Instagram the whole time, or like, um, taking this time for yourself and spending the whole time or maybe half the time worrying about the next thing that you have to do tomorrow or later in the day. And it's about really just being present with your intention and really setting an intention, um, for that, time for yourself like what is it that you want to do in this time is it that you want to center yourself is it that you want to um call your energy back in is it that you want to allow space to receive is it that you want to open you want to soften your mind is it that you want to um just have some quiet but what all of that really requires is for you to be present in it Um, and yeah, so that is really, I would say the first lesson that I really came to just like fully realize in this trip. And I'm going to be doing a lot more, um, just like solo adventures for myself in the coming year. Um, even if it's not a week in Bali, even though I would love to do that every year, um, you know, I'm going to be, I have a plan. I'm going to take some, you know, one day or two day trips, um, to nearby areas in Vancouver and, um, maybe be without my phone, you know, really just in my own energy. And, um, I'm really excited for that because I feel like so much, so much has come through and dropped in. Like I'm talking like downloads about the business downloads about, um, just everything about like my purpose and like just it's given me so much space in my own energy to be able to connect a lot of dots um of things that have like popped up here and there that have felt a bit scattered in my mind but I haven't just given my nervous system and my brain the space to be able to like to 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 complete the circuits and the cycles that it needs to complete um, in order for things to just like, feel like they are integrated and clicked in. So it's just connected so many dots for me. So, um, yeah, that's the first lesson. (laughs) Now, the second thing I want to talk about is the importance of opening yourself up to new experiences. And this is something that I talk about in my program alive, something that I teach, um, it's this method that I call flirting with safety. It's also a masterclass that I'm going to drop in, um, the show notes below, um, all about like, you know, the importance of expanding your nervous system in the little things that you do every day, but out, not even like outside, but beyond, beyond simply expanding your nervous system. I want to talk a little bit about the experience of truly opening your heart up to the new, right? Realizing and just for me, it was like, as I was in Bali, I was in this such magical place and people were so friendly there and, and the energy was just so high and everything was just so beautiful. Um, 
I really learned how to be in a foreign environment, but really connect through the heart with people, through the conversations that I had, with experiences, through literally just fully, fully being in those experiences with places by really being present with all of my senses um, in that place, in that time that I was there. And when I say like opening up, I really want to describe this. Like it's like when you speak to any person, right? This can be um, your waiter in the restaurant. It can be, you know, your scooter driver, the case in Bali, It's like when you speak to someone and you are exchanging energy with them, can you really just fully see them, right? See them in that moment for who they are. Just see them and just be open to what they have to offer you, right? And so this is something that I was really intentional with um, during my trip, just really opening my heart to people and to places and to experiences. I would just quite literally... As I would, as I would like exchange energy with anything, I would allow for my energy to come from my heart. I would literally kind of like push, like roll my shoulders back and allow my chest to really just come forward so that my, you know, my body is really aligned with that, um, with, with this intention. And I would ask my body, my heart to really just open up to this um to whatever it is that I was doing and what this allowed I realized was a really really deep sense of makes me want to like tear up as I talk about it a really really deep sense of connection and gratitude to everything that the world has to offer and to the universe and it has allowed me to realize that we are I mean I talk about this all the time but this has really like just brought this new realization to a whole new level is that truly in our day-to-day lives like for me also in many ways I am so disconnected and we are just so disconnected from each other like we our hearts are closed off from each other and our you know we there's so much of a lack of trust um that we have towards people and towards just new experiences there's just this fear of like things that are unfamiliar and things that are new and of course there is a um there is a point to that right like there are things in this world that are dangerous and of course we do have to um be conscientious about (laughs) about like who we're interacting with and we don't want to get ourselves into danger but there is a lot to be said about what happens for you when you open your heart and believe that everything is really connected to you and everything is happening for you quite simply um and it you know like it has allowed me to appreciate I think back on my trip to Bali and it has allowed me to the things that I remember from the trip are of course some of it is you know the the fun that I had and the moments that I had with myself. But it's also those little moments of exchange that I I had through my senses with people and with just little moments, little moments. And I have found that those little moments were the moments that actually really cracked me open. Right? It wasn't it wasn't the moment that I was you know, something that I did that I posted on Instagram in my stories is that I, um, I went on this really high swing that like swings you like across these rice terraces. And I'm not someone who likes roller coasters. I'm really scared of heights. And so this was like something that was very like <laughs> expansive for my nervous system. <laughs> um, and it was a fun experience, but I would say that while that experience was fun, that was not 
those weren't the moments that I have the most, that was the moment that I had the most gratitude for. Um, it's really in the moments of connection. And so, you know, the lesson here is how can you open yourself up to new experiences and to new, to, to new people, to new conversations and like really fully opening yourself, your body and your heart up to, up to, up to what's new, even when it feels a little bit uncomfortable, right? As long as you're, you know, doing this somewhat safely, um, create your environment and make sure you're not, you know, don't, don't, don't be like opening your heart up in like a dark alley at 3am. But, you know, when you are even like, let's say like at home with your partner or when you're talking at the dinner table with your family or with your close friends, um, even, you know, if you're interacting with your dogs, I have my dogs next to me, open your heart, really see, really see the other person, really see the moment, um, as, as a point of connection, of deep connection, um, where your energies can really meet and you can just really see each other. It's a very powerful thing. I hope that makes sense. Okay, so the last kind of lesson bit that I want to talk about today is the beauty of surrendering, (laughs) the beauty of surrendering to life. And, you know, this does relate to the last point a little bit, Um, but, you know, something else that I really set my intention with or for on this trip was I something that I've been working on if you're into human design at all (laughs) um I'm someone with a sacral authority and what that really means is that um the things that are most aligned for me the opportunities that are most aligned for me and my energy and um just like me in general is going to be felt through like a full body yes or no. It's like a visceral feeling that you get in your gut. That's sacral. And I have found that, you know, tuning into my sacral, going back to the first point, actually, tuning tuning into my sacral in my day-to-day life, in my, you know, um, in my routine, it's something that is very, has been very difficult. You know, I've been working, I'm trying to work on this for so long and it's just been very hard to really allow myself and give myself permission to, um, really move with my intuition in that way. Um, it's very hard when you have like, you know, schedules and obligations that you have to, that you have to meet. But with this trip, right, I didn't really have any obligations and I wanted to experience really just experience what it meant to surrender to the flow of life and just surrender to my intuition and what it had to bring me. And what I will say is that when you surrender and when you just allow for yourself to move with with what comes forward for you and like what you feel drawn towards and what you feel nudged towards and you just follow the synchronicities it will lead you to places that you never even thought were possible that you never could have imagined and that are better and greater and bigger deeper than you could have ever dreamed of and i really mean that with all my heart um i mean just as an example right like i <laughs> like even me going to that second water temple that that holy water temple that i mentioned um because that healer was like, it would be good for you to go. And I really felt into it. I felt into my sacral and I felt a pull to like, okay, that's the right thing to do. Let's do it. Um, it was a bit of like a hassle for me to get there. And I could have just been like, no, like I'm kind of tired. I want to go back to my Airbnb or like, you know, there are some like other tourist things that I want to do. Um, and also the fact that I had done a whole ceremony like the day before and, you know, my ego could have been like, well, you know, I I did like a whole two hour ceremony the day before. Why do I need to do another purification today? 
but I knew it was for a reason. And so I just allowed myself to, to go with it. Right. And then I got there and I was like, okay, like, how do I do this? I have no idea. And this local shaman came up to me and we had a beautiful conversation and he led me through it. Um, and that ended up being an experience that opened me up in so many ways, like I already explained. And then, um, I won't go into the whole list of like synchronicities that it then led me to, but another example that I also have that I did kind of want to bring up was, um, on the last day, right? Actually, this was the night before my last day. Um, I was walking to get some dinner and I walked by the spa, this random spa in like, um, in like a, the corner of like a random street. And I just like felt really drawn to the spa. I was like, Oh, I need to go to the spa. <laughs> so I like noted down the name and I like, um, looked it up, um, when I was at dinner and, you know, they were closing in like an hour. So I was like, okay, I'll go in the morning. Um, and that morning, the next day, I actually didn't have much time. Um, I was on the phone a bit and then I like, you know, had to do some work. So I was actually a little bit cramped for time, but I was like, okay, like I know that I'm meant to go to the spa. I know that there's something there for me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm just going to create time for this. So then I, um, ended up, you know, just walking in there and I opened up the menu and I saw that there was an aloe vera facial <laughs> and I was like, I mean, there were like many choices, but for some reason I just saw this aloe vera facial and I was like, oh, okay, that's the one. No reason for it really. Not that I specifically needed a facial, not that I, you know, not that anything about the facial or the description of it was drawing me in, but I was just like, I just felt a pull. I was like, okay, there's something in here for me. And it sounded kind of ridiculous. Like in my head, I was like, really? Like, I feel called to a facial. Like, what is this really going to give me? Um, but I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and so we, um, I, you know, lay down the, the, the facialist started, you know, working on me and I felt really called all of a sudden to call in my guides to, essentially kind of like drop into more of a meditative state. And I basically started astral projecting into another dimension. <laughs> and I had the most insane, insane is probably not the right word for this, but like I had really, really big revelations just drop in. And this was another moment where a lot of just dots connected. <laughs> a lot of dots are about the trip, about like different things that people had said to me, like different conversations that I had, different, um, you know, just like things that I had seen, like that I had noticed, but I was like, hmm, interesting. I'll note that down in my head. Just like different, different moments and different things that I'd experienced. It all just like, I could see it in my head. It all just suddenly tied together like this web. <laughs> and this web it just brought me to this massive aha moment around just this piece of healing that I had to do. And I had to do it in this moment as I was lying there in this, in this facial. And um, towards the end, right, basically um, the facialist, I didn't know she was going to do this, but she, um, I guess I put a peel on me. Um, she like put uh, I don't even know what you call it. She put this liquid um, on my face and like allowed it to dry. And she like left the room for a bit. And this is when I really went deep into meditation all of a sudden. And she came back and I was still very much like talking to my higher self and talking to my guides and just like in another dimension when this, when, when she came back. And it's hard for me to fully verbalize this. Um, but I really want you, I really want to share this with you just so that you can really just feel and understand the magic that is available when you open yourself up in this way. Um, essentially, you know, the conversation that I was having with my guides and my higher self and in this moment was I, I needed to 
release a layer that I was wearing over my body, almost like a snake that needed to shed its skin. And I needed to shed the skin because um, I needed to be seen in a new way. I needed to be seen for my authentic self in the skin that was, you know, below this old skin that I had to shed. Um, I had to find the courage and I had to find that moment to peel back the skin. What I will also add is that over the past, I would say like a few months, I've had many moments where I've been meditating, where um, I've had the visualization just intuitively of of like me being a snake and and just shedding a layer of skin. And so I think I've been, you know, doing this shedding work for a bit, as I kind of said in the beginning of the episode. But as I was like receiving this message about like, you need to be seen, you need to be seen and you need to allow yourself to be seen. You need to, you need to allow yourself to be safe enough to be seen in your authentic self, in your, you know, that, that real layer, that real skin that you have below it all. Um, as I was connecting in this moment, she started peeling off the peel on my face and it literally was like it was just this pinnacle moment where I was like I was in another dimension I was speaking to my guides about the need to peel off the skin and I was almost like feeling it energetically and then in my physical world my physical reality this facialist was peeling off essentially what felt like a layer of skin off my face and it was just like you know, this feeling where I can now be seen, (laughs) where like my face and who I show up as and who I present as and like just me, like it's okay to be me and it's okay to be seen. And, you know, here I am doing this podcast episode talking about things that I freaking probably would not have like even a week ago because I realized that it's okay to be seen and I've literally released that energetically from my body. And um, in that moment, I burst out crying. (laughs) I'm not sure what the facialist thought, like what the frick was going on. But I just started crying um, and it was just a massive, massive moment. And it was so amazing that this happened on, you know, basically like the last hour of my trip before I went to the airport. It was just so, so wild, so magical. So um, really, the moral of the story here, I feel like I've just been sharing a lot about my trip, but you know, hopefully you've gathered some lessons and some, yeah, some thoughts here for you, lots of thought nuggets. Um, so much can happen for us when we surrender and we just... You know, for my case, my lesson was to allow for myself to to just be, right? To allow for myself to be present, to be present as my authentic self, right? To give myself the intention and the space to shed and be rebirthed as I need to. Whatever it is that you are feeling called to do in your life at this moment that next edge that you know you have to meet and there's something that you know you have to do in order to meet that edge I want to really invite you to surrender to that even if it's uncomfortable even if you feel like you are going to lose something or lose someone in the process of that whatever it is that you feel that pull towards that your ego might be kind of like babbling on in your head in fear Oftentimes that's where the magic is. It really is. (laughs) And the freedom that I can very viscerally feel in my field and in my body. And I feel like even the way that I'm showing up to this podcast episode right now and just everything, it's just, I feel like I'm in a different state. I'm in a different energy. Um, it's like a new normal and, um, yeah, this is what can happen when you 
really allow for energy to move for you with you and you follow your intuition and so that's definitely going to be something that I you know as I come back to quote unquote real life and I get back to my routine and I get back to work and and you know all the to do's something that I'm really going to bring into my life as I am inviting you to bring into your life is 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 follow that follow that spark follow the spaciousness that you need follow the magic follow the intuition um, because it will never lead you astray if you surrender to that and I know that it's not as simple as just surrendering to your intuition all the time Um, not all of us have the I suppose like privilege to do that I mean honestly to be honest like we can do whatever we want to do and if we choose to prioritize something we can make that happen but I know that most of us yeah like don't (laughs) aren't going to be you know aren't going to be just like able to just fully go with the flow and do whatever it is that the self wants to do because we have kids we have partners we have you know things to take care of but in the spaces where you can carve out the spaces that you need to do that for yourself because it's so good for your energy it's so good for you it's so good for your soul to um to be in that state to be in that frequency and to be open in that way so this has been a long episode I hope that um you've enjoyed hearing about my experiences I've definitely enjoyed reflecting on it um and yeah if you are ever in Bali and you need some recs you can always um send me a dm If this resonated with you as well, if something really landed for you, send me a DM. I love to chat with you guys. love to start conversations um, and see how my work lands for you. And if you enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share it with any friends and family who you feel like would love it, would benefit from it. And yeah, um, if you're not following the podcast already, I would love for you to follow this so that you are updated on all of the new episodes that are coming up in 2024. I'm very excited, um, for all of the content coming up and yeah, rate this podcast five stars if you've been loving it. So I will leave you guys there for today and I will chat to you next week, probably.